Welcome to Small Business Marketing, Then, and Now. A conversation with small business owners on how they marketed the launch of their business, the evolution since then and how they have pivoted during this COVID-19 period. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales, and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click findnewrevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walpoff. Welcome back to Small Business Marketing Then and Now. I'm Howard Walpoff, your host. Again, this is brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Well, we always talk about pivoting during the period of COVID, but this really is a story of pivoting by necessity of things that did happen and can happen to businesses during this last year and a half. My guest is Rob Simone. He is the partner and president of Summer Friday, which is a fairly new company because of their launch during this uh, period of COVID. And it is a great story to tell of how you can really find great opportunity from a challenge and really grow from it and really nurture relationships that, that you've spent a lot of good time building and how they, uh, they really, that is an effort that can uh, be re- very rewarding as time goes on. So Rob, welcome to the conversation. Hey, Howard, thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. It's my pleasure. So you, me, everybody, we've all had issues because of COVID, some harder than others and, and more tragic than others. Um, but everyone's work in some way was affected. But you have a very interesting story of how your entire company was affected by COVID uh, and really caught you by surprise. And uh, why don't you share a little bit about really what happened a year plus ago? Well, as you mentioned, I mean, the whole world was, was thrown into all sorts of uh, life changes, whether cataclysmic or, or, or not. And um, I keep talking to people and speaking with people that have interesting business stories that took place as a result of the fact that some semblance of the decision was, was made for them. In other words, um, I did not expect to find myself, my partners and I did not expect to find ourselves um, you know, uh, being a part of a leadership team of an agency that was closing its doors quite abruptly in April of 2020. And, um, and, and also, we did not expect to, to have ourselves having to explain to teams and clients that we had built relationships with um, uh, that uh, this was no more and that we were going to have to figure out how to, to, to shut it all down. So we had some decisions to make rather, rather quickly. Um, and, and, and so in deciding um, to go out and start a new venture in Summer Friday, at first it was an exercise of um, let's try to do the right thing here. Let's see if we can make something work. Let's make sure that the people that we've made promises to who are our staff who have lives, some of which are pregnant, some of which have bought houses recently, um, have uh, something to depend on, at least in the near term, until we can get back on our feet. Um, but very quickly, it became an exercise of this is something really great. This needs to happen. And we're all kind of excited about it. And I think that um, one of the reasons why that was the case was uh, that when we initially started reaching out to our most um, coveted client relationships, the ones that we wanted to endure through the transition, um, instead of getting lots of the reactions that we were afraid to get, like anger and, and upset and um, and all of those things, uh, we had quite a few meetings that were incredibly um, 
uh, sympathetic or empathetic, um, wherein uh, one of our greatest clients, uh, one of our largest clients now actually stopped and paused and, and sort of said, okay, we got your back. Let's do this thing. And um, it was this amazing sense of uh, wind at our backs that um, really told us that instead of thinking about ways in which we were going to, you know, figure out some other career path or figure out some other thing, that this really needed to happen. Um, and that, that energy was at the genesis of this company. So there's a lot of passion and a lot of, uh, and a lot of positive energy that, that was around in that, that for those first weeks and months um, that I think has endured quite well, you know, something like 19 months later um, where we are today. Having something that abrupt is, is traumatic. This is, I'm sure there's a lot of people all the way down in different departments. Once they heard that, there was a lot of panic and fear that uh, that bad enough it's a pandemic and bad enough that we're at this point, most people were shut in their homes uh, during that time um, to, to find that your, your company was closing uh, was, was really uh, a challenge. So, so what kind of conversations were you having with the staff? And then we're, I'm going to get back to some of the clients, but with the, how, how, what, what was the staff feeling and saying about the whole experience at that time? I think, um, well, I think there was a, there was a mix of emotions and there were some people who were incredibly scared. Um, uh, I, re I remember a conversation quite clearly with a, a person that I had hired, um, uh, you know, at the previous agency and, um, she was literally in tears and she said, you know, she was pregnant and probably six months pregnant and was like, what, what, what am I going to do? And I just, thought the only thing that could help a person in that state was to reassure them that, um, that there was a plan and that this wasn't as, as abrupt um, and, and uh, unexpected for me and for, uh, for, for my partners. So that's to say, everything's going to be okay. We got a plan. Let's pull it together and we're going to make this work. And I saw a lot of people be, express just how, um, you know, happy they were to have a way forward in an environment where um, the alternative would have been um, to enter the job market in April of 2020. And I, I think um, it, it was a real circling of the wagons kind of effect. Um, and uh, everybody chipped in and everyone got on board. And the, the sort of best fuel for the whole equation, which we kind of mentioned before, was this idea that you know, the decision had been made for us. Had we had been sitting at the other agency and said, let's leave and start something new, that would have been almost impossible to do with families and with mortgages and with all those things. But, but once the, the Band-Aid was ripped off and it was happening, um, it, it then became kind of exciting. Um, you said it, you know, that necessity is sort of the mother of invention. And um, it's exactly what it became. It, it, it became this entrepreneurial endeavor for this team of 15 that was really expressing ownership over the whole thing together. Um, and, and that sort of magic element uh, fueled the, the pace at which we were able to, to ramp up and not miss a beat um, in any of the, the work that we were working on at that time. Not to mention creating our own brand um, consistently with that which is a project just in itself that sure company take months on doing before launching. But uh, sure as, as you mentioned, the, the concept, the, the Jerry Maguire concept 
of leaving during a pandemic and Renee Zellweger picking up her stuff and, and running off uh, with him <laughs> is there's no way that people were going to be doing things like that. And it's, it's, it's hard to imagine the, the fear that everyone had, but it was good that you had a group of people that connected well with each other and knew and, and looked out for others in, in doing that. Um, the, you, you mentioned the branding. So now you are out there with clients that, that are, are really becoming somewhat partners with you in, in this endeavor um, how hard was it to create a brand and start to get the word out that, that this is, I guess, this is an entirely new entity coming from the ashes of this other agency? Well, I, I think um, and part of us wanted to have a very fresh start. So um, I would say that, that, that with the clients that we needed to port over, the, 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 the real thing we always had to stay true to was just honesty and transparency. Like there's somebody told me while I was going through this, a mentor of mine very clearly, you know, I was kind of like, what am I going to do? And how am I going to talk about this? And I'm so worried about everything that's going on. And he just said, you know, just be honest. Like this is happening to you too. And very few people are angry at honesty, um, even when it's not the answer that they want to hear. And I was like, wow, I mean, I, you know what? Like, of course, and so when we went out and we started telling that story, I mean, we, we honestly just sort of said, like, here's who we are. Here's what we want to do. Here's how we want this relationship to work. And people either were chemically a fit or they weren't. And that just became super refreshing. Like we, we just leaned into the relationships and the partnerships that made sense. We also were very conscious to do less but do it better. Um, so, you know, the idea of not trying to, to tackle the full service agency um, model uh, as a, because we think that, you know, we'll make more money doing that or that clients really want to go to one place. Um, we decided to pare down the capabilities, the things that we really cared about, the things we were really good at, not to just do them because they're a part of the landscape. And I think, um, you know, expressing to our prospects and expressing to our clients that this is very clearly what we do and, and we don't play in that space. We are not, for instance, web developers. We are not, for instance, SEO experts. Um, we have partners that are very, very technically capable of doing that stuff. And that honesty and, and the, the sort of ditching of any of the charades when it came to responding to an RFP or responding to an assignment brief was also refreshing um, for our clients to hear. Um, and, and, uh, and I think that that's just carried through and creating this brand. The other thing that, I mean, you can tell from our name is that um, we just wanted fun to be a pretty large um, piece of the DNA. Um, and there's really, there's no reason I can see why having a fun work environment and having a culture um, that has that type of spirit, if not fun, it's at, at least light and, um, and casual in many ways, but professional at the same time, it, it just goes a long way. And people just got it really fast. Like meetings we were taking, they just got it really fast. And people say, well, how did you come up with the name Summer Friday? And I would just say, who doesn't like a Summer Friday? Um, it, it's just the vibe of 
we don't want clients to look at us as an agency and say, ah, the agency, because there's a lot of that out there. Um, There's a lot of skepticism about what agencies do and how they work. Um, And I just find that managing that as a transparent boutique is a lot easier um, than trying to be a big, bad, um, large agency that's, that's trying to do too much. Yeah. Large agencies can lose sight of the individual and the, and the real conversation that needs to take place in, in relationship developments. But also what you've also, what you've shown here is that it's not the ownership that's is the one that has the relationship. It's the people who are managing the, uh, the, the, the clients and the campaigns on a day-to-day basis that work with them on a regular basis. And that's where the relationship is, which, which made it easier for you to walk into these conversations because you and your, your group were hands-on with these, uh, with these clients. But you, you mentioned the positive on those that really got it. What kind of conversations were you having that didn't go as well with, uh, within this, this change process because they, they were abruptly taken off what they thought their path was? Well, so clients that we were previously serving, um, you know, we did two things. We, we sort of made a, a promise as a leadership team that um, clients that we were in mid-flight, in the middle of assignments with from the previous agency, that we were going to speak to them and work with them on a transition, regardless of, of whether or not um, we thought they would work with us or they expressed interest to work with us. Because... We had made promises um, as people, not just as an agency, to deliver certain things. And there were several occasions where we helped clients pro bono to get them to a, a, a decent result whereby they could either transition the work or get to a closing point, um, regardless of the equation. Because frankly, we all have reputations and some of these were uh, relationships that have been built over many years. And maybe even they were clients that wanted to work with us but just couldn't get around of the procurement logistics or whatever to do so. Um, You know, some of these, these contracts take nine months to get through procurement. So as you know, that's the case. Um, We just decided that regardless of that motivation, we were going to leave people in a good place. And I think that, um, I think that helped. I think that went a long way. Um, And, uh, and I think it also showed something to our team about how we were going to construct an agency around partnership. Like that's in a time when you don't know if you can really pay the bills next month or make payroll, um, you know, next month to be spending part of your time doing that um, is, is a tall order. And, uh, and we were made, we made sure that we did do that. Uh, It's, it's not um, enough to get in a room and stand up and say, you know, our clients on average work with us for five years and, all of these things that you know people point to for to, to explain their culture. If you're not going to do the thing that you're upset that someone else didn't do for you, um, so I I hope that that and that's a part of the ethos of Summer Friday is that we care that much and where our hope is that um, and it's it's proven in some cases already. Our hope is that we will have longer term relationships with our clients as a result of it. Um, and, and I think, uh, you know, one of the clients that ended up working with us in the transition, has been a client for 16 years. They've, they worked with us through three different brands. And the reason they cited that they're doing that is because 
essentially to them, it's the people. Um, you could you could call it whatever you call it, cup of coffee if you want. But at the end of the day, like if it's if if it's you guys, I'm working with you guys, meaning the whole team that I'm working with. Like that's where we want to be, um, and and that's that means a lot to us. It really does. And it says a lot too. It says how much care and time you put into a relationship. Um, there are many agencies that this never would have worked for because it was just, let me get the work, let me get the work done, let me get the work out. And that relationship isn't there, just churns through. But it's, it's, it's in what could have been a horrendous story ends up being a fantastic story because of all this development of relationship that you spent all this time in, which again, that has a lot to do with good people doing nice things and, and having nice conversations with people while the work is getting done. And, you know, to be honest, let me be clear. There are a lot of really great marketers, teams, agencies out there that have a tremendous amount of care and, uh, and passion for their client partnerships that like we haven't cracked some new code for, for what it means to be a great partner. Um, it's just that I think we're putting it at the forefront of our positioning versus some other, um, you know, technical capability or shiny object that makes us new and interesting from a, from a, you know, never before seen aspect. Um, and that is enough, right? Like th that is enough for the size that we want to be. There are enough brands that would like to work with a creative and content agency um, that has a serious amount of commitment and passion for their work um, it doesn't need to be changing the science of advertising and marketing every day that they exist. Um, and I, I think that we looked deep at the partnerships that we had that were working really well, and we just modeled the company around it. We said, this is good. This is good because they really like us. We really like them. It's financially mutually beneficial. Um, it has all of these characteristics. Let's create a capabilities and an agency positioning and a team and a structure around that. And let's try to replicate it. That's it. It's that simple. It's uh, it says a lot about the focus you had once this all started to happen and what you put into place. And it obviously has resonated farther than just your clients because uh, you, you seem to have had a, uh, a nice uh, kickstart into new business uh, as you were going through this whole branding process of, of just who the agency is. How did that all come about? Yeah, so I think um, we had we had created a template for who we really wanted to come with us as clients, um, who would be great and who would be amazing, right? And we ended up somewhere in the middle, and that was wonderful. It gave us a foundation to to work with um, and a core team to support. And then what we sort of didn't expect was that in the, you know, the summer of COVID, which followed, um, we did not expect to go on a, on a new business tear, um, literally adding somewhere in the neighborhood of two clients a month, um, you know, for the next 12 months. And, um, and I think a couple of things were, were at the root of that. One is that there was a, there was a tremendous amount of demand for, digital and content solutions with everybody working from home. Um, brands really were taking a second look at their marketing plans and saying like, we got to get smarter 
in this place um, real fast. Like nobody's on the train anymore. Nobody is doing this anymore. And so uh, they were looking for, for companies like ours who had content and video and, um, and social at the heart of the strategies and deliverables that they were executing. And, and that worked really well. I also think that, um, you know, quarantine and, and virtual working and working from home leveled the playing field tremendously for agencies um, in a pitch sense. Uh, everybody is sort of uh, on an even playing field when we're all showing up for a pitch on Zoom. Everybody has the same fails. Everybody has the same human moments, uh, the same kids barging through the door and, and you know, and the, the bad signals and the mute button and all those things that we make fun of now. Um, it just, in a strange way, it humanized the whole thing. Um, and so it very quickly became about the ideas and the people more than when we were in the room together. Um, and, uh, and also, you know, the sort of everyone having this sort of home office mentality meant that the big fancy conference room and the Starbucks in the lobby and the 40 people in the meeting and the headquarters, you know, here and there, it didn't make as much of a difference. Um, of course, it makes a difference if you're a brand looking for a global solution. You know, we're not your global solution, you know, because you're in 45 countries. Um, but for the clients and the assignments that we were going after, um, people were really, they were, they were digging the vibe. They were digging the culture. They could feel the passion. Um, they could feel the freshness. And, um, and we, stood, we stood up against all the competition and really landed some incredibly impressive um, partnerships around that time, um, including brands like National Grid, uh, First Republic Bank, um, Cigna, E-Trade, as I mentioned, Bank of America, many others. Really, really humbled by that whole experience. And, and that list is phenomenal. And the, the work that you're doing for them is, uh, I'm sure, equally phenomenal for, for them to want to be a part of, of what you are developing and doing. So this has been a pretty crazy year. If uh, you were speculating in, in I love I love thinking back. I just I started watching the morning show on Apple TV, and they're they're focusing their their start at January, really the last couple of days of December 20, uh, 2019 into 2020, and everyone's big focus on what 2020 was going to be, and it was absolutely nothing like anyone thought it was going to be. So you didn't realize you'd be where you are right now back then. But but what do you see as the next year um, as we? try to figure out how to come out of COVID and, uh, and the, the issues that come with that and moving forward now with, uh, with a, a, a pretty strong uh, one-year-old. I think for us, it's an exercise of right-sizing. Um, our ambition is quite clearly to not keep growing and to become a, a large agency that ultimately we wake up one day and want to sell to a holding company. Um, that is not the goal we want to um, we want to stay somewhere in the revenue arena that we currently exist with the amount of clients that we currently have with a team relatively the same size as now. So I'm first off I'm I'm thrilled that we're there now. Um, it's uh, from a revenue standpoint and from a, a profitability standpoint, it allows us to sustain this culture um, and to again be able to stay true to. Um, the promises that we make our people and our clients, in other words, when there's red flags, when there's 
toxicity, when there's, when there's something that's awry and we're not so foolish as to think that 18 or 19 months into this, that we don't have some big difficulty ahead of us. Um, we, we have the ability to tackle that um, and invest again in this culture to kind of maintain and engage our team um, so that they really don't have a reason to leave to get ahead. That's really what we're fending off against is this concept that in a typical agency setting, like you plateau somewhere and you have to jump to get paid what you're worth, to get the promotion you're looking for, to not get laid off, to, to, to keep learning, to do all of those things that you have to move um, and, and learn from other people. We're trying to figure out how we can create a sustainable culture where people are happy, engaged, have balance, they're financed, they're holistically well here. Um, and I, I know it's a work in progress. It's like fashion, it'll never be finished. Um, we haven't figured out the answers to 1 million questions, but that's our number one priority. So now our work is to, to figure out how we stay in that zone um, versus how we continually grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And I'm, I'm super thankful that, that that's where we're at. Well, it definitely will be a great story as it develops because your start has been I guess, so exciting for you and your team and for those that were able to uh, find themselves in, I guess, the wrong place at the right time for an adventure like this. And, uh, <laughs> and that's and unfortunately the, the case, but it's, it's great when you are in the right place and you're working with people you enjoy working with and you have clients that you really enjoy working with and that keeps uh, nurturing good ideas and great experiences, then you have, uh, you've, you've really found something, created something. So uh, it's, I'm excited to see where you're going to develop as, as time goes on and looking out for some really great campaigns that are uh, developed in the process. I'm incredibly blessed to have some of the most amazing partners and team. We work really, really hard to try to replicate those character traits in our recruitment practices. And we know that um, culturally a company of this size is uh, right for some and not right for others. And as long as we can maintain that balance, um, if we can continue to, to recruit people of the caliber of the individuals that we've added to the organization in the last six months, um, I'm, I'm pretty certain we're, we're unstoppable. So I'm excited for that as well. Well, it's a very strong and powerful statement. Always good when you can feel that passion to be able to say something like that. So I, I really congratulate you for not just surviving, but thriving and achieving. And uh, it's exciting to see where the story is going to go. So Rob, thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much, Howard. This was fun. And thank you all for listening to this story. This really is, uh, this is really is a testament to really working and being around the right people and uh, what that can do if something challenging comes about and uh, the teamwork that you've developed over time, how that can really build things for the future. So hopefully you're in a situation where you can experience that type of team, maybe not in that type of venture, but uh, hopefully things, uh, it, 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 this story gives you some guidance as, as time goes on. But uh, in, enjoy uh, listening to all of this. You can listen back because there's, there's a lot of great things that we were able to uh, hear from Bob. 
Go out, have a great rest of the day, and we will see you next time. This has been Small Business Marketing, then and now. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Marketing strategy for the small business owner. To learn more, click findnewrevenue.com.